This is a Minnesota Playlist exclusive Twin City Song Story. I'm your host, Mark Sweeney. Seventh House Theater has been producing reimagined, stripped down musicals mostly. And this winter, they present their first original work, Jonah and the Whale, at the Dowling Studio. In this episode, I sit down with David Darrow and Blake Thomas, and we talk about their song, The Wandering Wandering. We discuss the company's process, the time restraints in creating the show, as well as the importance of writing music that doesn't force its feelings. This is Twin City Song Story. My name is David Darrow. And I'm Blake Thomas. And uh, this is The Wandering Wondering from Jonah and the Whale. We are the wandering, wondering. We, we have uh, sort of this town community that exists in uh, the, mostly the first half of our show. And uh, there's a loss in the town. And um, we were feeling that we needed a, a tune that uh, the, the sort of the people of the town could sing as they laid this person to rest. Um, but as we were talking, we, we sort of wanted to develop the character of the person also who had died. Um, and so the song, the, the solo that you hear in the song is, is the, the person who's, who's passed away um, singing sort of in between, in between life and death and remembering all of the parts of the universe that she's been. We, I mean, we, we talked a lot about, we, we, or we have talked a lot about how we, we, haven't, we haven't really wanted to, with this you know, Old Testament story, confirm or deny parts of anybody's religion. So we we don't have anything in the show that really says Christianity or Judaism or or any other uh, faith at, at all. Um, and what this song is really about is the uh, the experience of becoming part of the earth again, of of the physical world. You can call it reincarnation, or you can call it just the circle of life, or whatever whatever it is. This was something that this was a song that that came out of production meetings as we were developing a script with our our, our book writer Tyler Mills. Um, it was not one that was sort of pre-written, um, but for all of the tunes that we've had, you know, there are orchestrations and ideas that are thrown out by both of us, and there there aren't any of them I don't think that are all one person. We have a really compact process where. Uh, you know, normally it takes years to develop a, a fully produced musical, but uh, we are doing it in like <laughs> three months. We, we spent a lot of time with the script and a lot of time with the music sort of going over what we thought, what we, thought we wanted the arc of the show to be, and now we're three weeks in rehearsal. <laughs> a, a lot of it is just kind of what I'm used to, but at the same time, um, I think it, it fits. Like, very specifically, you know, the, the show is set in, in kind of um, turn of the century, uh, you know, America. So, you know, it's, a, it's having that kind of old folk Americana-y sound. And so I think, you know, specifically, that's in my wheelhouse, which is nice. When we were first thinking of what kind of story to tell with this show... Because um, we knew we were going to make a play before we knew what the play was going to be, um, we we wanted to use sort of what was around, and the river was is sort of right there. The Mississippi River is right there, and so a lot of the play takes place on the river. Uh, our ship does not spend all of its time in the ocean, uh, but 
for you know music about the river or in reference to the Mississippi River, it's hard to it's hard to take that subject matter outside of sort of old timey folk Americana music and yeah. It, that's I don't know. I think that was where it started. There was never really a discussion about where, what kind of music it was going to be. <laughs> it just sort of happened. You know, and, and that's the other thing that I think that, that works really well is just the fact that you know we also we don't have a, a, a symphony to play the music, so it, we need to be very creative with how sure. we can get the most sound out of out of what we've got. The process so far has been has been figuring out how. How to physically tell the story in the space? Um, how, how to how to literally put it on its feet? <laughs> yeah. I think it's been it's been a lot of fun to to take take tunes that you know could be you know just sung as one chunk of music and really weaving that throughout the script, which I think is is great because it it, it places the music in the world as opposed to you know we're gonna we're gonna do this and then let's take a break and listen to this song and then go forward. Being up on our feet, that's kind of what started to happen, which is great. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we're playing a lot with soundscape. Sound is a huge part of the town world and actually just a huge part of Jonah's existence as a character. But uh, a lot of the soundscape, it seems, is, is coming out of the music. Mm-hmm. But the little themes of you know, underlying, you know, you know, that, are, that are happening under scenes are, are things we've heard in songs or things that we've twisted from other songs. It become distorted, or I mean, we're still playing with that. I think music is the most. It's one of the most. I, I think I, to me, it is for me personally as an audience member, it is the most evocative tool that we have for storytelling. And I think because of that, it is often misused. Uh, it is sort of used in a manipulative way or uh, in disingenuous way. And so I think what we're trying to accomplish with this and, and where I think the power of music exists, especially in the context of larger stories, is, is, is well-placed and well-curated and that, that it fits into the world in a way that feels for the audience correct and, and is, this, is something that doesn't ask all of the audience to feel the same thing all the time, that it can be as complicated an element as, you know, as, as you know, a piece of acting or or a costume piece or that means something different to everybody. I, I spent many years just, um, you know, as a, a performing songwriter and, and um, before really getting involved with, with theater, which, you know, I've been about three years ago, I suppose, when I started kind of melding those worlds together. And, uh, and I mean, that's the thing that I think that's been so satisfying for me, and this is just another, you know, a great extension of, of that idea is is being able to combine those two things together. <laughs> they feed off one another so well when it's done properly. But I think David's absolutely right too, is that people do. They use it in 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 ways to tug at the old heartstrings for like no particular reason sometimes, you know. <laughs> like sure. Um and uh it's it's very satisfying to be able to, to bring those two worlds together. And now The Wandering Wandering from Seven House Theatre's Jonah and the Whale.
Thank you for listening to Twin Cities Song Story, recorded at the Guthrie Theater, produced and hosted by Mark Sweeney with support from Minnesota Playlist and Noise Picnic, creative podcast from creative people. More information about Jonah and the Whale can be found at seventhhousetheater.org. If you like what you heard today, please rate Twin Cities Song Story on iTunes and spread the word. This is Twin Cities Song Story.